Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 134, a pretty big episode for Comic Book Queer's legacy. Comic books are back, 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 back. I am your host, Brett, and with me, as always, is the person who might make my voice sound a little cool at that part right there when he fucks around in post, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hi, 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 hi. I love it. How's it going? Are you happy to have comic books back? Well, it feels like a, just a, a dribbling. You know what I mean? It was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, that's it? I'm done. I'm not satisfied. I felt like... We've been spoiled with so many co- like X-Men comics a week that I'm just like a spoiled little brat. Like, I want more. I'm like Kirsten Dunst in um, Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we used to get, like, a butt-ton of X-Men books out a week. And, like, these are the books, and like, Marauders number 10 came out. This was a book that we should have had such a long time ago. It doesn't feel new. It it feels like like it was just left in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. But, but hey, who am I to complain? It's so good to have them back. I think maybe we should just start talking about it. What do you think, Brett? I think we should. I think we have to get some X-Men out of our hair. <laughs> Woo! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna wash that X-Men right out, out of my hair. hair. That's great. My hair's so clean. Let's talk about some X-Men. Uh, we need to get it out of our system. <laughs> I will say I love this cover. Marauders like 10. Marauders 10 cover is great. It's great. Russell Dodderman. He did it again. Um, and uh, the one problem I have is that I'm just, I'm really, I'm ready for Kitty to come back. Me too. I'm ready for Kitty to come out. I mean, back. And, <laughs> but or, it seems like we're going to. Even if she's not, then I want all the issue to be about the five trying to resurrect her. Not like two pages. Yeah. I want it to be all well, about her. There's there's a lot more story, and there's a lot of other team members. So speaking of which, we open with Forge. Yeah, Forge. Who Forge has always been kind of like a kind of sorta team member. Like, wasn't he like kind of sorta on X Men Gold? X Men Gold. Um, I like thought, from no, back in the day. No, but I don't think he was necessarily on Gold. Or I think Blue. he just he just was always hanging back like fixing up the blackbird yeah you know what i mean he was just always there yeah it was their cue yeah Yeah. okay but he was yeah but he was background when he was wearing this particular uniform yes in fact yeah until storm rejected him no he thought storm was going to reject him and he rejected her but i was going to say yes yes oh my god so we're at Port Genosha, we're at the uh, first distillery on Krakoa, and Forge is there, and he bumps into Tempo from the MLF. Tempo is aging Sebastian Shaw's whiskey for him, so she's turning five-minute whiskey into 50-year-old whiskey with her powers. Now, who's the, what's, the one, what's the name of the one from the five? Who does Tempest. Time? Do you think Tempest and Tempo, do you think Tempest is like... Tempus. Tempest, do you think Tempest is like, so, how's the alcohol? 
I just made a person. <laughs> yeah. You know, she'd be like, yeah. fuck you. She's probably her backup, but, though, because didn't it say... I was going to say, backup? understudy. Yes, understudies. Maybe she's going to have to fill in. <gasps> Ooh, maybe they're going to have to get, like, a duplicate five and have to I was to just about to say, ten. can we just pause for a second? Can we figure that out right now? Oh, hell yeah. So who are the, the five understudies? Who are the five understudies? Who might get called in to resurrect Kitty? Um, okay, so right, we have so tempo. Tempo, triage for elixir. Yep. Um, um, somebody like sync for hope. Sync, yes. Um, then there's uh, who else? Who else manipulates? Uh, could it be Legion? For Proteus. For Proteus. Yep. Who else? Yep. There's no. Oh, what's that, Mister? What's that one he was only Mr. in, like, M. Mr. M, maybe? Yeah, I always call him, like, Heavens to Murgatroyd. I can never remember <laughs> his fucking name. Um, um, he would work. Yeah. How many is that? Are we just missing egg? We're gold missing balls? gold balls, yeah. Who could do Which, gold balls? I mean, uh, Sauron? Does he lay eggs? I don't think so. But does it even who who also? But that's the thing is he just makes these gold spheres that then gets turned kind of into eggs. They, yeah, they get turned into viable. Does anyone else have something for... that could be turned into something viable? Who does? Who else does something? Who? Some something like or someone organic. Right? I'm gonna throw you something crazy. Okay. I'm gonna throw you something crazy. Boom boom. Ooh. Round bombs, but then Mr. M will diffuse them and just take the shell of it and insert Ooh. the person. In there. What do you think? Oh, I love it. I love I, it. I love Boom Boom being on the five. She would make God. those like little, she would make those round, they were like, they looked like round like pellets, like little round balls, bomb balls. Yeah. We did it. Okay. All right. Back to the Great. Marauders. <laughs> So um, we're at Shaw's Distillery, and Storm is like, hey, Forge. A word? Listen, bitch. And there's so much... There's so much underground, like, underneath tension going on in this conversation. With Storm and Forge? Like, I was like, bitch is still not over it. <laughs> yeah, I, she... I think, like, she... Like, you know how Dorothy's Bornak, you know how she gets when Stan shows up? Like, I feel like that's how Storm gets when Forge shows up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Forge Hi, is Aurora <laughs> Stan. Hi, it's me, Forge. <laughs> so she's like, yo, somebody's making your power dampening shit. And he's like, impossible. I destroyed all of the documents and plans. <gasps> Except one of the scientists that I worked with had a photographic memory. And she's like, do she goes, fuck. She's Which like, is fuck. funny. I never I mean, I guess Storm doesn't seem like a cusser to me. Mm-mm. Like she's someone, even though it's comics, I still want her to be like, blast. You know what I mean? <laughs> goddess. Oh goddess. You imbecile. So then we get to what listen, anytime we cut to the quiet council. I get a little excited as soon yeah. as I flip the page and it's the quiet council. I'm like, yes, give me this soapy drama. And Sebastian is just like seeding, like feeding, like 
feeding uh, seeds of uh, of like discontent with Emma, being like, "Oh, Emma's not here. Oh, oh she's so she's bad at her, her job. job. I guess she can't do her job. Kitty's not even. I mean, Kitty's gone." Oh, look! Look at the that that side of the table is really lacking. Um, and Magneto, on the other hand, is like, so Sophie Cuckoo is like, hey guys, Emma's not coming because she's going to war with Russia. Hope you're cool with it. <laughs> and, and that's Magne- where Professor Magneto's X, thinking, they're, they're like, like hey, we hey, have to talk about cool. this. And Magneto is like, nope, just nope. go for it. He takes his helmet off so he can think at Sophie, like, tell her good job. Oh, you know what? I didn't realize that's why he's taking his helmet off. <gasps> yeah. That's brilliant. Oh, my God. Oh, he didn't say that out loud. Yeah. That's great. Um, can I take a moment to talk about Stefano Caselli's, like, gorgeous faces on these people? Yeah. Yeah. I really gorgeous. like the artwork. Oh. Because that's the other thing. The, the, the artwork of Forge and Tempo looking at Sebastian Shaw while he's, like, waxing poetic on... Like they're like well, he's whacking off, their yeah. internal eye roll. That's a hard thing to yeah. pull off drawing. You yeah. can see in their stances, they're like, ugh, shut up. Brilliant. What they're else like, is he drawn God, for? I an... love him. Stephane I don't know. Vizzelli? He's drawn for this before. He's filled in for Matteo yeah. Lali on Marauders before. And uh, he, he draws a sexy bishop. I'll tell you that. Like a real sexy bishop. Yeah. Like Lucas is doing it for me when Caselli's at the pen. Um, but he did but, draw uh, the next part I want to talk about, which is Kitty, right. Kitty Pride's letters. Or A emails, database. Or emails. Or one email, I guess. An email between yeah. Kate and Kurt. This is so Night sad. Crawler. It's so sad. She's pouring her, art, her heart out to him about how she feels about stuff. She's just so but, sad that she isn't part, she doesn't feel like she's part of it because she can't pass through the gates. Yeah. There's one part where she's just like, "Do you get bummed out when you see me coming?" It's just so sad. It's so sad. And And she's so self-deprecating about it. Yeah, I mean, you can clearly like she's she's shit-faced when she wrote this. Oh, absolutely. She's completely drunk off her ass, like feeling sorry for herself. And so Kurt. And later on, sends another one back being like, you know, when you get back, I want to help you and help you with this. But she never got back. She never got back. But it makes me think. So one thing in her letter to him, her email, is she's like, God damn, you should hang out with us. I mean, we're swashbucklers. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Right? Hello? So I'm thinking... We're being set up for Nightcrawler joining this book, I think. Well, also, right? I would love it if if Nightcrawler, Emma, and Bishop all lead the charge, and Storm lead the charge to get, like, to figure out who took down Kitty, like, going against Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. Like, when they find out he did this, I mean, I guess it, w- it would be, like, Nightcrawler, Colossus... Because we haven't seen Colossus's reaction to the, any of this, too. No. Which I no, think is, not. he's been too busy with Domino. But I'm sure this is fucking him up. Especially with, can you imagine if you just think, oh, we don't have to worry about dying anymore. And then suddenly your ex dies and then doesn't come back. That's got to fuck you up. But I want Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Storm, Emma, 
they're going to lose their shit when they find out it's Sebastian. Emma knows it's Sebastian. But she you know doesn't I mean? have the proof yet. She doesn't have yeah, the proof yet. But she knows. And I think this is the thing is, is do you think, is Emma, Emma's going to do one of two things. She's going to tell all of them and they're going to be like, let's get them. Or she's going to go by herself <laughs> and make Sebastian Shaw disappear. <laughs> yeah, she's... I think she's going to do something. I, like, I think she's already done something. I think we're going to, she's going to be like, But I guess oh, well, she darling, can't make him disappear because I... they would just resurrect him. How do you get rid of, yeah. I guess she'd have to go to the quiet council because otherwise he'll just come back. Ugh. Tricky. She got to take his money. She got to make him poor. That's what yeah. she got to do. Yeah. I mean, well, she's going to get him off the quiet council, which then means someone new can join their trio. Fun. Uh, and then we still need Iceman to figure out um, uh, Christian. Yeah. Oh, he. That's that's the vengeance I want to see. But let's talk about Iceman in this comic. Him and Storm yeah. are working together. She is yeah. pulling in the cold ice and like the she's bringing in the moisture, and he's just manipulating it. These it's two make a great. good team. They make a good team. These two. Yeah, and I kind of like that they're just like, hey, you can't do anything. And they're like, nope, <laughs> we're just going to oh. fuck you up. But and we're they, going to anyway. Yeah, and they make it look like they make it look like um, it's an alien invasion. <laughs> because the Marauders have, I'm sorry, Emma Frost has a UFO somehow. What is that from? What's that UFO from? I have no idea. Because that's going to come somewhere else. Because he's like, where did you get that? And she's like, it's a long story. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the story. Um, but that's not the only big change that I want to talk about. Can okay. we talk about Lucas Bishop's monochromatic fine-ass uniform as the Red Bishop? Yeah. I'm I love Bishop in red. Bishop in all red. Mm. Yeah. I, I also... Um, yeah, and he has like a little scarf. I will say, so Bishop, cute. I, I hated original Bishop's whole look. Yeah, me too. Me too. I did not like it. Yeah. So I like I'm it now. all up for something new and fun and sleek. And can we talk about how Christian Frost steers his ship by playing the piano? Christian Frost how gay drives the UFO. Yeah, but he said the the interface is subjective, so whoever's driving. It will adjust to like what, how they want, how they feel most comfortable. Interaction. Jerking off. Uh, thank you. I probably wasn't getting fucked by the UFO. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm sure he's a top. So no, we already tops, established that Iceman is a bottom. Yes. So of course, speaking Christian of tops, is the top. Yes. Um, Emma removes hers in our next scene. Hmm. Um, a lot of people on Twitter were up in arms about this. She doesn't need to do that. She's a powerful telepath. And I say to you, friends, do you know we're talking about Emma Frost? Yeah, she didn't. She didn't do it because she had to. Right. She did it it's because fun. she wanted to. <laughs> she likes taking <laughs> her tits out and showing them to to men. Yeah. We like it because yeah. it's fun. Because the men go crazy. I love that that's a thing about Emma Frost, that she's got the best tits in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Even Jessica Jones thinks so. Mm-hmm. So Emma makes all these guards shoot themselves, and Pyro is like, 
How'd you do that, Emma? <laughs> She's like, they're called boobs, Ed. <laughs> and then Callisto's on there. And basically, so other people were outraged by this, too. So Emma uh, controls all the Russians. And she basically injects them with kindness uh, and, and, and empathy. So anytime they see an oppressed minority and she says, whether they be gay, disabled, trans, it doesn't matter. The thought of abusing them is going to make you violently ill. And saying this to Russia, it's this isn't there. Yes. This isn't like the pretend country. This isn't Latveria or whatever. However you say that this, no, is, this is Russia, shit, an Russia. actual country that fucking oppresses gay people. Like I love it. Yeah. Love it. And then the, the UFO blows up their freighter. Yeah. They take all the Russian soldiers, scoop them up in the UFO, brainwash them, bring and then them back drop home, them down ship. in the UFO. And it's just brilliant because they go right to the Kremlin and then and then bring them down. So there's no it does not look anything like an X-Men. Like no, it X-Men looks like an did alien anything. abduction. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's so, great. It's yeah. so fucking smart. It's so good. Uh. And then they take the forge scientist and they wipe his mind and he goes and lives on the golf course, the retirement home with that's the Morlocks. That's not the end. That's that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's not putting mask with a brilliant scientist, geneticist. Yeah, I don't know masks. That is seems a bad cool these days. I no. I don't trust it. I don't trust it at all. Yeah. But we end this with um, with them not... Uh, well, here's one thing that, that bothered me is the colorist fucked up. Do you know why when it gets to the five? Oh, because gold balls looks white? No. Oh. You're, you're close. <laughs> oh, uh, elixir? Elixir doesn't look gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His skin tone is wrong. So... Yep. That bothered me. Anyway. There's a few coloring issues in this book. Yeah. yeah. Notoriously, there has been. Um, but I definitely... And isn't Proteus isn't Xavier a clone of Xavier, right? Wasn't that established no, it, in House of X? No. No, I thought it was because he didn't have a body that they couldn't resurrect him. So they took his brain and put it in a Xavier Oh, clone, that's what you mean. Keep, oh, yes, yes, yes. they have to keep doing yes. it over and over again because it doesn't fully take. Yes, yes. Totally forgot that. Yeah. Um, but this is basically, it's saying they still aren't, they still don't understand why she can't be resuscitated. And the thing that I want to know is at which point is it not working? Right. Or like, is she coming which, out like all deformed? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is nothing ha- like, is it not even being able to be made viable? Are you not when you put the inject when Tempest tries to age yeah. it? Does it not which work? one of you like, is fucking up? That's what I want to know. Why, which yeah. one of the five is fucking up? I put my money on hope because I hate her. Oh, my God. I think it is absolutely Proteus because I think he's a jerk. Uh well, it's good that they're back. And next issue, the Krakoan language at the end spells hesped, which is a um, funeral, a Jewish, Jewish funeral. But yeah, don't so. you feel that this funeral is going to end with her coming back? 
That is my dream that I could walk into my I own I think funeral. it's going to be as like, they like bury her and she starts being sucked into the graveyard at Krakoa. Um, suddenly she's just going to be like, hey, everybody, what are you all doing? A funeral? And then she's like drinking some whiskey. And she's like just... It's like my dream. She's still covered in ooze from the egg juice of like just coming out. It's my dream to crash my own funeral covered in juice or blood. <laughs> but juice. <laughs> who wouldn't love that yeah to like pick your moment just to be like make a quip just well, that's like, where people no say, he's like, not if you went to your own funeral like what would people say about you kind of like today how my mom butt dialed me after i talked to her and i heard her talking about me how i look what'd she say she was like oh with stomach problems i thought he was going to be a skeleton but he looks good he put on some weight uh <laughs> she called you fat no, no she called she me didn't. normal because the last time she saw me I'd lost a lot of weight and so she thought I was yeah. she said too bad he's an asshole though yeah well I hung up before she got to that part my mom <laughs> wise wise to hang up the thing I was an asshole like by the time I was in like high school I was an asshole and my mom would call me there was more than one occasion where my mom was like you're a little shit <laughs> And it was completely deserved because I was being a little shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did your mom ever cuss You're at little... you? Oh, God. Are you kidding me? I'm from the Jersey Shore. I'm Italian. What like, would you, what do you like, think? What, was her, what was her catchphrase if you did something bad? Like, should she be like, yeah, you motherfucker? Like, how bad would it get? Like, you son of a bitch. Oh. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> it's just, I mean, it was just F, 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 F. Now I got to deal with this shit? <laughs> Always that. She would never call me like it, like she would never call me anything. Oh, okay. I never did anything to merit being called a name. Oh, but I when she got angry, oh boy, I learned the word cunt from her. She yelled it out the car window when we were driving once. <laughs> See, my mom just gave the finger. She didn't yell actual things. She went, she, my mother like climbed out of the, I'll never forget it. She like climbed out of the window. Like we're going 55 miles per hour. She's like waist out of the driver's side window going, you fucking cunt. <laughs> and then one time I was driving in a parking lot with my sister and like almost got into an accident because both like it was just being uh, the other car and her were fighting over this <laughs> spot and being aggressive. And my sister like. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, Jesus, everyone needs to calm down. My sister immediately opens the car door and gets out of the car and just starts screaming like, like wow, these the women in my family. <laughs> you didn't inherit that uh, angry driver. Gene? No, I'm the no, I'm the calm one. Did you even have did you have a car in Chicago? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh I couldn't drive it, though, because of that whole thing. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. Um. So there's other comics that are going on, though. Yeah, some. Yeah, but you got to get a comic. Hit it! You, you got to get, get a comic if you want to get ahead. That's right. That's good advice. Um, what else? Do um, so read, we're reading books that we typically wouldn't have read if this were normal weeks because there's just slim pickings out there and we've got a show to do. Yeah. So Evil Jeff, I've read... Amazing Spider-Man number 43. Yeah, I did too. Uh, oh, you did? Okay, yeah, good. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about it. And then we'll talk about another book I'm that I pissed. think we both read. I stopped reading. And this is the weird thing. Very rarely do I read something only for the artist. 
usually if it switches artists, if I like the writer, I'll still keep on going. But I love Ryan Otley. And when he stopped um, doing the pencils, it was like five issues. He wasn't doing it. I'm like, I don't care anymore. So I stopped reading it. And so I read this and I'm like, wait, he's doing the art. He's back. I'm like, but how long has he been back? Have, has he been back for like, a, I'm like imagining when I decided to stop reading, he like came back immediately. <laughs> like, Shit. <laughs> He's like, good, that bitch is gone. Thank God. <laughs> so it's it was already easy to read because I just love his art. I love how he draws faces. I love yeah, how he draws Spider-Man. That being said, um, you know, snooze. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man has a pet. He has a pet little monster now. Peter and it Parker. looks like it's evolved where now Boomerang, I guess, knows he's Peter Parker. I guess. And, I was wondering And is now that. a good yeah. guy. Because before it was like, oh, I'm yes. with an evil villain and he can't get to know me the last time I yeah. read it. I was reading some history on Boomerang. and yeah, anything sexy. He's like, I wish. Well, there was that issue a few issues ago where Peter comes home and Boomerang is walking around in Peter's underwear. He's like, he's but like, Boomerang's he's committed like, I, like he's vi- like I just jizzed in those those are my and he's like yeah I he's know. like I know he's <laughs> like I, f- I can feel the web fluid in there <laughs> Ew, um, but Boomerang's like committed like heinous murder yeah right why is he yeah. being redeemed and how is I he I don't know redeemable? like that hero jackpot who I hear they're making I don't know um, that hero jackpot that everyone thought was supposed to be MJ in like a Vegasy kind of superhero costume. Do you know yeah, Jackpot? I don't. So there was a Jackpot miniseries, and Boomerang killed her husband in front of her, and in With front the of boomerang? their kid. Probably. <laughs> I'm like that's gross. Also, he seems so really I don't know. young. Yeah. Is he the same age as Peter? Because I feel like if he was around a while ago, he probably like he was probably older. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I don't fuck with age in comics. Yeah. And but then but it it's looks cute. Like it, so Peter has a pet. Yeah, but it looks like Kingpin is still the mayor. Still the mayor. And then it's the other thing is like, do we just not address the pandemic then? Because I'm like, if Kingpin was the mayor while the pandemic hit New York, you're off. <laughs> like that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like Trump being president. Like, as long as Trump is president, Kingpin should be mayor. It's the same thing. Yeah. Literally the same thing. We also read Avengers number 33. And I have to tell you, Evil Jeff, I still don't care for this book. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Also, I'm not a big Moon Knight fan. So this is a Moon Knight solo adventure. He is, it's Moon Knight on like some, like the moon is never this big and powerful. It's yeah, like so he's one on like in a million right years. But here's the thing. Is all of his split personalities separate beings? Is that what was happening? Uh, oh, well they have like, se- don't they take on separate costumes? Like one of them does the suit. One but of that, them does the more traditional. Mean, are they actual? I thought they were all the same person. Like he's just a split personality disorder. But this looked like they were all at the different places at the same time. And then in the oh, end, I there thought were it was one after the other. No, but, I thought it was one after the other. But no, but in the very last thing, there were two of them right next to each other. No, the that's panel. the god. 
No, oh, that's oh, the so god that's he the prays god, to. And then Moon that's Khonshu. Oh, okay. All right. I found that very confusing. I also just like, oh, I'm going to do a comic where Moon Knight becomes the most powerful me. And I'm just like, well, what happens when the moon goes away? Ah, you got to get and it done tonight. Always, that's what I always hated about him, where it's like, he gets really strong and there's a full moon. I'm like, yeah, great. Well, once a month, I'll fucking call you if something happens to be happening that day. Like, what a right. dumb power. I hope the TV so he steals, show is good. Oh, I'm sure it'll be cool. Um, he people want Daniel Radcliffe in the role. Why? I don't know. Like, I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but like, like, what is what does he have to like? What does he offer up that's Moon Knight like? Right. Yeah, why did why? Plus, why? if it's Moon Knight, give it to like a fucking give it to like a black woman or something. You know, like yes, like why is it? A, why is it gotta be white? Why it's not? Why is it gotta be white? a white guy? Yeah. Um. So he steals whose powers? He steals. He beats Iron Fist, Doctor Strange, Ghost. He takes Ghost Rider's car, Black Panther. Now, is that a thing where only he can drive the Thor? car? Can anyone just I, I mean, I would assume the motorcycle. Can anyone get on the motorcycle? Because he was like, how could someone take this? And I was like, oh, is it something like only you can start the car? <laughs> like, like Thor's hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Thor. He beat Thor real. Thor got his ass kicked. He's real like, quick. your hammers are made out of moon rock. Hi-ya! But then I'm it was like, like oh, I'm going to put you with all these moons. And I was like, that doesn't seem the gravity. I was like the gravity problem ramifications right now. If that's happening. Oh, here, God. He just destroyed the out. entire cosmos yeah, from all those yeah. moons so together. Yeah, just for a pretty picture, you just erase the laws of physics. <sighs> so I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not I, digging Jason, it. Jason Aaron's Avengers. Every issue I read, I'm like, I, I know, don't I've tried. care for I've it. tried four different times. And each time I'm like, nope, there's still nothing interesting happening. And that's the thing care. where it's just like, it's like caveman She-Hulk fucking Thor. I'm not into that. <laughs> You'll fuck me now. You'll have sex me now. Yeah, I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Anyway. All right. That's all I read. I'm done. That's all I read, too. Sorry. Sorry about it. But you know what? Um, We decided to... uh, Wait, should we do what we... What should we do first? You just go with it. You know what, though? But we have... I can't remember the song anymore. Oh, wait, but... <laughs> all right, I'm going to cut this part out. Okay. But you know what, Brett? We, have, we haven't read any more comics, but did you see anything more? Suddenly see more. So, yes. Tell me what you see, Brett. Well... There's a oh first of all okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go rogue on you for a second sugar um, because I thought because the thing I saw is on DCUniverse.com okay which I still subscribe to however that reminded me HBO Max premiered and that's got a lot of DC content on it and since I subscribe to HBO now because I wanted to watch Watchmen I am now a member of HBO Max Harley Quinn's not on it though. No, I know, but Doom Patrol season two is going to be. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, why? Why are you picking and choosing? Just well, shut down DC and put it all on HBO Max. Exactly, it's so stupid. I mean, I'm hoping they do after 
They have to. Like, they what's have the to, point? right? Isn't what's the point? So I want to tell you about this show on HBO Max really quick. Okay. It's called Legendary. Okay. Do you know what it is? No. Is it a DC? It's a month. It's a mo- no. It's a mother. Fu- it's a gay thing. It's a motherfucking. Oh, it's a queers yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. The voguing one, like the at the house. Yes. Oh, you've. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it. I'm obsessed with it. I really want to so watch it. So good. Watch it. What are some of the house names? Do they have any classics like House of La Beja? House of Extravaganza. No, they have the House of Escada. Mm. Like, there's no like Aviance or anything. There's the House of. Um, Levain, the House of Levain, House of West, um, what else? House of, um, it's not St. Vincent, it's something like that, though. Now, is it a team uh, thing, or do they have individual categories? And they'll send they, the best person from the team down. They'll do both, yeah. Just like traditional balls. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, like yeah, they'll I have one person serve up the who face hosts, competition. Who's like, who's the, who's the, Jamela Jamil. Jamela Jamil is like the the um, what's her name Ta- Tahani from Good Place. But is she's not the one being like fierce. No, she's Work. not the pray tell. Oh, okay. It's I forget his name, but he's like a famous he's like a famous ballroom MC. Oh, okay, cool. So he's like the real deal. Yeah. We're not gonna be shady, just fierce. Oh. Oh God, it's so fantastic. That sounds great. I like. I don't know when new episodes drop. They drop new episodes a week, like Harley Quinn. I don't know. I'm like hoping oh, I so go and check season. tonight. No, there's only two episodes. That's because right, HBO is a we're gonna we're gonna make you wait. Yep. I respect that. They ed- they edge us. It's HBO Edge. <laughs> so that show. But back to Harley Quinn. We've got big developments happening in Harley Quinn. Let's talk about it. Yes, we were talking last week about how Harley Quinn is entering um, the the LGBT world. Because Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy shared a kiss. Well, ho, ho, ho. They shared a whole lot more. And hey, if you're going to dike out, there's no place to do it, then where, Brett? Brett? Where are they? Vegas? What? No, Wonder Woman. Oh, Island. the mascara. The mascara. <laughs> I forgot. That's like a main no plot chance. point. Oh my god! How what a great segue. That, what a great setup that was. <laughs> yes, there's no better place to dike out than the mascara. Thank you. A place where men are not allowed. This show or, is or valued. so brilliantly written. How, how funny is it that they take an invisible jet there and the entire trip birds keep splattering into it because they can't see it? And then they get an invisible van and a bird splatters into that too. Oh, and so then good. what's the, what's uh, Wonder Woman's mom's name? Hippo, uh, Hippolyta. Hippolyta. I love how she's brainwashed where they're just like, wow, this thing has just been like, you've just totally corp- made it a corporate island. Are you okay with that? Yes, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> and it was uh, it was totally Rachel Dratch, wasn't yes, it? Yes, Rachel Dratch. <laughs> and the bad girl, who... Eris or something? Yeah, she had my favorite line <laughs> of where the fight strokes out. And she just goes, oh, just hit me in the tits. <laughs> <laughs> so and then good. the 
the high, the grade school friend Jen just picks her up and th- murders her and throws her off off a balcony and kills her for not having bottomless mimosas. I know that was so great too. Like I'm not into spot. murder. <laughs> it's like they don't have bottomless mimosas. Let's kill them all. Yeah, so it's Poison Ivy's bachelorette party, and it's her childhood friend Jen Nefer, who doesn't like to be called Jen. She's like a normal Catwoman, who I love. Mrs. Freeze. Mrs. Freeze, who Mr. Freeze was killed. Which she's not holding a grudge for some reason. Right. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, that's and Harley and and Ivy. And And Harley Harley and Ivy get drunk. They keep getting drunk and having... My, or like mind blowing orgasm, mind blowing sex, sex. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because at this point, I think Harley, because like if you look at her past with Joker, she's like once she she's like and now I'm in love like immediately obsessive yeah she's obsessed and she was she's trying her darndest. To not be obsessed, but once she once they had sex, it was a it's over. So Harley's full on in love, but Poison Ivy pusses out. Yeah, because well, she's engaged to Kite Man, and she does genuinely love him. Kind but of. What she said that was smart is Poison Ivy's like, she's like, after all the shit you did with Joker, I trust you with my life, but I would never trust you with my heart. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that hurts. Smart. It's that smart. Hurts. I know. So it was like sad and poignant and funny and hilarious and action packed and bloody and murdery. Like this show is like gruesome murder. Yeah, this show. I mean, this show is so well and written dark, and, and dark, and dark hard funny R humor. I love it. Hard so R humor. Yeah, but it's like it starts off hilarious and then the action really kicks up and then at the end it's like almost like bring you to tears poignant and grounded and there's an under there's an under the sea disney parody about shit (laughs) about the best part about living under the sea is you get to poop wherever you want and your butt's always clean have you converted anyone to this show yet uh no just uh just you i told my uh co-worker i was like you though i edit with for world of wonder and i was like you need to watch the show it's amazing he's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then finally this week he's like holy shit i finally (laughs) i just downloaded dc like the free month and this is this show is amazing i'm like i told you told you it might be my favorite animated comic book show of all time for me, it's a close because uh, I count Venture Brothers as like a comic book because it does so many. Movies. Yeah, Venture Brothers similar. is number one, but this has gone up to number two for me, and of only two seasons, it's very impressive. Very impressive, and it makes me like Haley Cuoco. Yeah. Oh, and I love like Bell. My I never talked about this. Um, my friend from Chicago, Lisa, is um, a cast member on Bless This Mess. Oh yeah, with Lake Bell. Um, and so you were like Jeff and I had the TV on Lake Bell. I want to. I want to approach her and be like, "Could you?" Yeah, yeah. I want to approach her and be like, "Could you tell Lake Bell that her poison ivy is my favorite thing ever?" Um, but Lake Bell's so funny. Like in the in person shows, I watched it because to see my friend Lisa. But then I got into the show. It's really funny, and Lake Bell is funny as fuck. You've seen Children's Hospital, right? Yeah, I have. 
Ah. And Wet Hot. She was in Wet Hot, the series. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Well, it's nice that we enjoyed something together. But we um, have different tastes sometimes. We do. There are shows that I watch that you've never seen, and there are shows you watch that I've never seen. That no one's ever seen. <laughs> that no one's ever seen. Um, yeah, so here's a new segment. Anything you can view, I can view better. I can view anything better than you. It's unnecessarily competitive. Yeah. Fuck you, Brett. You're going to watch what I tell you to watch. All right, so what happens is I agreed to watch one of Evil Jeff's shows, and Evil Jeff agreed to watch one of my shows. Um, Evil Jeff. I'll start with what I watched. Okay, great. So um, here's the deal. Brett always is giving us the updates on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's what, on season seven? Just started season seven. And the whole time I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, because I've never watched it. And the problem is, by the time Brett was like, watch this, it was like season four. So then it was like, oh, and there's like 20 episodes a season. It was like, here, yeah, catch up on 60 episodes No, it's too, yeah. I have a friend doing too, it now, though. It was too daunting. And my problem now is I kind of fucked it over because I decided to watch season seven, episode one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, the show assumes... You have been watching every season and you know who everyone is. So I will admit, I had to open up like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wiki and have it on the side just so I can be like, who the fuck is that? And just pause and be like, okay, that's Quake. Because they're not even saying anyone's name. They're not like, Quake, what are you doing? You know what I mean? They're just assuming you know who the fuck is who. Yeah, it's very much. So then it was like. like, Only the diehard fans are left. And and it's very much. What's the guy who's in Ms. Marvel and all the volumes? Yeah, Coulson. Coulson. So Coulson is now like uh, a Cylon, I guess. What are they called? LMD. He's an LMD. Yeah. An LMD. And so I'm just like, of course, I'm like, well, how did he die? When did he die? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like trying to like pick up the pieces so I at least understand something. And then there's a really hot guy named, was it Deke? Oh, Deke is so hot. No, but is he from the future? Yes. Okay, so I was he's, like... He's from the far future. All right. So how did he get with all of them? So at the end of season four, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had just beat um, the life model decoys, and they were brought into a reality called the Framework, where they were the Agents of Hydra. So they had just beat all that stuff, beat that bad guy. Um, one of them was kind of a MODOK villain, by the way, like mm-hmm. an MCU take on Is this MODOK. where they had to go into the future to get fits? They get kidnapped. Oh, Okay. At the end of season four, all of us, they're at a diner and all of a sudden they all like go catatonic and um, they get scooped up by all these people and they all wake up like 90 years in the future. And that's where they meet Deke. Um, they're on a space station. Earth has been destroyed. They're on it by the Kree um, or not by the Kree. The Earth has been destroyed. And then the Kree run this space station that they're on and they rebel and meet a fellow rebel Deke. And then he kind of hitches a ride when they go back to the present. He winds up escaping with them and becomes one of the team members. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he is, he's Simmons' grandson. You find out that he's Fitz, 
Fitz, who's a big character who was not in that episode, is, and Simmons, the two scientists does she who fell know in that? love. Do they both know that? She does know that. And in, it was in season five where they revealed it. And when Deke told Simmons, that is one of the most emotional scenes in the show, is when oh. she realizes that he's their grandson. Was she was she alive when he was alive? Like, did they know? Did he know her as a grandson? No, he never. No, he knew them from stories that oh, his okay. parents there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he heard her say a thing that his mom used to say, and he put two and two together. Isn't it yeah. dangerous to say that, though? Isn't that like back to the... F- I guess this isn't back to the future timeline. No, they... And so you Wouldn't saw him Wouldn't be funny if he told explain. her that, and then he just disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does explain kind of the, the agent's theory of time travel in this episode. Because oh, he does, yes, the with 30s. the stick in the stream. Yeah. So... Basically, this they they start in the 1930s. Did we know they were in the 1930s at the end of season six? Yes, they okay. escape um, and and wind up in the 30s. Yep. And it looks like these what are they called? Krylons? No, that's a makeup. The Chromacons. Chromacons. Um, the Chromacons are plotting uh, back in the 30s to kind of make sure that the Agents of Shield are never formed. Yeah, the team the, the team followed the Chromacons and they they wound up following them to the 30s and they're like, why are the Chromacons going to the 30s? And it's because they want to basically destroy Shield at the root before it even forms. So they um, all kind of they start on the hunt. The Chromacon has taken over um, some cop bodies, and so they're kind of some the crooked cops. Crooked Very cops. Very timely. And this is in the age of prohibition. So there's like speakeasies. There's a speakeasy run by Patton Oswald. So that's that's another callback. Patton Oswald plays um, like quadruplets um, who are all agents. And at first they led you. They made you to think he was like the first life model decoy. He's not. They're actually quadruplet brothers. So. If they're doing like the history of Shield this season, and it's the last season, they're gonna do like all the greatest hits, like somehow callback characters. So, Patton Oswalt meeting him in the '30s was very much like a hey, remember Patton Oswalt's character from late season one, early season two? Hey, that's fun. See, I just thought like, yeah, oh, fun. this is his first time ever showing up. So you you get all the no, Easter eggs and callbacks. I don't get nothing. Yeah. They were like, Koenig? He's like, how do you know my name's Koenig? That's how. Because it's every Patton Oswalt is a Koenig. Um, so then, uh, so then they, they kind of figure out that it's going to be, let's assassinate FDR before he becomes president, because then he'll never form the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So he what forms the SSR, which is what Agent Carter works for, yeah, before it becomes S.H.I.E.L.D. So they all kind of get dressed up and then go to, of course, you know, they have to get in dresses and suits. and They got to get in their duds. Go undercover at like, a, you know, it's some kind of fundraiser. Um, uh, but then it turns out that they, it was wrong. It wasn't FDR that they were trying to stop. They're actually, spoiler, trying to stop Hydra. Which ironically, yes, if they stop. stop Hydra, there's no reason to have S.H.I.E.L.D., Exactly. So they have to do the thing like let Hitler live. Yes. So that the world continues. So the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now have to protect the formula- formation of Hydra. Oh, brother. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. They're going to end game it. They're going to like dance through the whole history of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra. It'll be fun. 
but it's fun. I don't know if I'll keep watching it because there's so sure. much I'm not seeing. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, how could you? Be? You don't feel like, connected to it. It was fun. Oh wait, didn't oh, who? Where was the Carlson's girlfriend came to life? Or what was the going on with that? Oh, Agent May. What happened? to her? She, yeah, she was killed. Um, she fought like a god in a sword fight. Uh, and killed the god, but died in the process herself. So is she but an then, Andy? No, she. That's funny. She used to be. Um, they all of a sudden, like a Simmons, like the British scientist lady. Yeah. When May was laying dead in this like temple, Simmons showed up and picked up May and brought her on a ship, and then they all of a sudden hightailed it to the thirties. Um, but they've got technology that can sort of um, stitch up somebody who's you know, mortally wounded. They've got like advanced tech. So, but why did it look like she woke up all evil? Agent may has a history of like waking up in situations where she has no idea what the fuck is going on. And her instinct is to like find out what is going on and protect herself. It's, it's kind of a classic may thing. Like agent may waking up and like borderline being crazy, like ready to fight her way out of whatever situation she's in. Like, it's just a very agent may thing to do. Oh, so yeah, I mean, but you can tell like the spirit of the show is oh, fun. fun. The characters yeah, are great, fun. It's great, great action. Uh, it's a great. Uh, it definitely has that Marvel mentality of like, yeah, there's comedy, that there's humor, action, there's pathos, there's relationships. Yeah, I will yeah, say the leader show. of I'm Shield. Excited. He seemed really boring. Mac, uh, Mac's great, um, but yeah, I mean, he's the straight shooter. I mean, that's his character, um, but total badass and. Uh, the the heart of you know the heart of the team, the one with the conscience. See, boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's like the one who'll always do what's right. You know, we hate him. But that Deke, you know who Deke is best? The actor who plays Deke is best friends with Evan Peters. Ooh. And they're always social media and stuff together, and it's real sexy. Mm. But I don't mean to ship to straight men like that. <laughs> well, that's the thing that some girls like to do is pick two guys and then pretend that they're having sex with each other. Would you know anything Isn't about that... that, Brett? Did I force yes, you to I watch would. anything like that? Yes, I would, because any listeners of the show, uh, both of you, know that Evil Jeff often talks about his gay Thai soap operas that he's <laughs> obsessed with. Well, I watched one. <laughs> and I picked this one specifically because it had supernatural powers involved. Well, so I hope so you picked this one specifically because it was so much fun and I'm obsessed with it. it. Are you going to keep watching it? I think so. Yeah, watch the next episode's already out. It's every uh, Friday. So watch episode two because it gets even crazier. It's called, yep. okay, and you can watch it on YouTube on GMM TV. It's called The Shipper. Um, and it's literally about two Fujoshis. Do you know what the term Fujoshi is, Brett? No. A Fujoshi is a girl that's obsessed with BL, yaoi, boy love uh, stories. So it's a straight girl that loves stories about gay guys having sex with each other. And Fujoshi, translated from Japanese, is called is dirty girl. 
<laughs> oh, like but it feels like it's, it's less about the girl. sex. It feels like it's less about the sex and it's more about the romance. Um, that that yes, yes. Now, but it's called Dirty Girls because the original Yowie BL was more about the sex and it's kind of evolved over time. Like late 70s, early 80s Yowie was all just like rape fantasies with two guys. Where it's like, oh, it's okay, it's not real rape because it's two men. <laughs> like it's is very problem. It was very problematic, and then it kind of evolved into more romantic stuff. And so this story is about these two high school girls, like the two most popular boys in school. There's like the bad boy jock, and then there's the hot smart guy, and they're best friends, and they're called the vampire and the werewolf. And these two <laughs> girls basically write have a popular like fan fiction site that people read where they write them having sex with each other stories of them having sex with each other which gets them called homosexuals and gets them into a fight which gets one of them expelled and but then that was the crazy thing the act the fight that gets them expelled before we see the real fight we see the version <laughs> of what they're writing, of what they want the fight to be. And it's so over-the-top insane. Where they have... They show, yeah, the Yowie fiction version of the fight the yes, girls are watching. Where they, like have, they show the imagined. He has, like, a Captain America shield, a lightsaber. a lightsaber. The other one has electric storm powers. And then like they're Emperor ripping powers. each other's clothes off, calling each other's names. They, so, like, they they beat the... Like, the, the girl... One of them has a girlfriend, she is popular girl, mean girl. She's tied up in this fantasy. The the bad boys have her, and then one of the he, one of the couple boys shows up to save her because the other boy cares about her so much. But then the other boy shows up. He's like, I don't care about her. I care about you. <laughs> yeah. And so then she's like, Well, kill them both. <laughs> she's like, Well, then kill them. And then they beat the bad guys. And then while she's in front of her. They keep ripping each other's shirts off and saying each other's names very romantically and melodramatically in each other's faces. So, but they never kiss. Well, they do kiss. They don't show the actual lips. It's like from the angle, the yeah. behind angle. But then it cuts yeah. to what she's really watching. And it's just them beating the shit out of people with blood flying everywhere. She gets blood splattered on her face. And she's like, whose blood is this? She's like, there's a fight in front of you. Oh, and there's a, oh. there's a BL trope where the Fujoshis are so obsessed that when they get so obsessed with BL, they get nosebleeds. And so that's like an ongoing oh. theme. That's an ongoing theme in, in a lot of BLs is when someone's super turned on, they get a nosebleed. Oh. So all the time these girls get nosebleeds, it's because they're like pussies are wet. I think that's like what well, the metaphor oh is. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. I love the Fujoshi number two, Soda. I love yeah. her. Soda and Pam. And then the boys are um, P-Way and P-Kim. And I looked it up. It seems P, to put P in front of someone's name is like, it's like calling them brother. It's expressing yes. that you're familiar with them. Korean and uh, Thai and Chinese, they have like things of if you're addressing someone older than you, then you say you say a different thing. So if someone's older than you, you say Pekim. But if it was an older someone's older than Pekim, they call them Nakim. Like that's what you say if if they, if that's what his older brother would like say to him. So it seems very very oh, confusing. Wow. Plus the other thing that you'll find out in the second episode is when you're speaking politely to someone, if you're a woman, please and thank you is said differently if you're a woman than if you're a man. 
Wow. Like a woman says like thanks is like ka, and a, a man says crab. Isn't that it's very strange? So the idea that depending on how you talk depends if you're a man or a woman, which makes the idea of gender identity and gender non-binary very tricky in places like Thailand because you have to choose a way to talk because it's literally like I talk like this if I'm a girl or I'm like this if I'm a boy. So it's very very, like uh, tricky like that. Anyway... she gets they it turns out they find out that the reason that they're got expelled is because they were fighting over all of these everyone's making fun of them for being the star of this like gay porno. Yeah. <laughs> this gay erotica fiction. So the two girls feel really guilty that they're being expelled. And then one of them is so overcome with guilt, she confesses to one of the boys. The one who was not expelled. Yes. And then the guy's kind of like, hey, you sh- you deserve love. Here, I'll give you a ride home. And it seems like something starts kind of maybe yeah. happening between them. But he's like, why are you writing that? And she's just like, you two are perfect for each other. You two deserve love. And he's like, well, what about you? And she's like, I don't deserve love. And you're like, these girls are fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, maybe somebody should give you love. And he, like, touches her hand. And then motorcycle accident. <laughs> and then they get into a motorcycle accident and go up to some sort of purgatory where there's an angel of death. Yes. Now, everything is Buddhism in Thailand. So everything's more uh, in the idea of, like, reincarnation and Buddhist principles, which I think is kind of yep. fun. But the, it's uh, this trans woman shows up as the angel of death. But um, and she's like a total cunt and she just likes the guy and thinks the guy's really hot and wants to fuck the guy and then hates the girl. <laughs> yep. And uh, but it turns out that they weren't really supposed to die. So she throws them back into their bodies hastily. Um, Pam wakes up and then turns out she's in P. Kim's body. She's in the guy's body. So then I, and I assume P. Kim is in Pam's body, but we don't see them. Yes. And so the rest of this series is going to be the girl she's, yeah, inside she's the body of the like, boy. I'm in the body of the boy, so now I can make them fall in love with each other. Mm-hmm. So she's and now the two, going to try and fuck the dude as the boy. Yeah. And the two boys are real sexy. Yeah, they're super sexy. Yeah. It's great. I'm a fan. It's fun. It's fun. Since uh, and now I I will watch this one since I'm in on the ground floor. Yeah, and that's the thing is these they they're very light and fluffy and they I have now pretty much watched every single Thai gay Thai show that has ever existed. I they're just, wonderful because you just breeze right through them. They're just so fun. And now other because they're so popular, Taiwan has a bunch. But now they're trying to just do one. A Korean one just launched, uh, came out. And now the Philippines are starting to do them. But the Philippines just doesn't have the budget. And there's a new Philippine one with Alter Boys. And I tried watching it with my Filipino boyfriend. And my Filipino boyfriend was like, turn this garbage off. (laughs) Acting is so bad. I I was like, oh, you don't mind the bad acting of the Thai ones because you can't understand what they're saying. He's like, yeah, I can just hear their awful acting. Turn it off. <laughs> so so the other countries haven't gotten up to Thailand uh, 
gay. Because I did talk briefly on here about another body swap one called Great Men Academy, which is another Thai one where the girl oh, gets yeah. she gets granted a wish from a magic unicorn for her to attend. She's like, if only I could attend that boys' school, so that boy would fall in love with me, and then the unicorn turns her into a boy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's fun. It's fun. And I'm telling it you, in these times, we need some levity. Yeah. And it's fun not like trapped in my home as I am. It's fun not to um, be watching the same things over and over. It's fun to see it. something you, with like a probably, whole different energy. You probably force your boyfriend to watch a bunch of comic book superhero stuff. So this might have been. So, yeah, it was a it was a welcome um yeah, my husband. My husband does not care too much for the comic book stuff, but God love him, he sits through it. Um, He's a saint. He is a saint. It's because I'm people. A lucky man. It's people named Jeff are like superior human yeah, beings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I agree with that. That's a true story. Um, so Brett, um, thank you for being here. Thank today. you. Thank you. thank you, and thank comic books for returning to our lives. Thank comic books, and that's a, it's kind of a fucked up. I don't know. The world's kind of fucked up right now. Oh, and, it's real bad. And and I will just say this: we. It's nice to have a. It's nice to have like a, a distraction, but at the same time, I hope everyone is staying safe, and I hope everyone is doing something to 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 basically make sure Trump is never president ever again. Yeah, do something. A few things like do look up. Um, there's a great website um i went to blacklivesmatter.card with two d's Mm -hmm. dot co let me make sure that yeah black lives matter black lives matters with a plural dot c-a-r-r-d so not two d's two r's dot co again that's black lives matters dot c-a-r-r-d card dot co um it is a really robust list of resources um things you can do, places you can donate to, information, misinformation. Um, so everyone should please check that out and just put, do something that is helpful, whether it's helping the victims, helping the protesters, um, helping places like uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund. I think it's time we need to do something. And then also look into kind of what those Senate races are that um, would tip the Senate yeah, uh, in favor of the Democrats exactly. and donate. Because remember, while you're sitting there reading comics, there are actual people out there risking their lives in a pandemic, doing the work and fighting for justice. So let's all try and and fucking make this world not a shithole, I guess. Yeah. If you, um, Or how about not a fascist authoritarian state? Yes, um, thank you. Run by white supremacy. How yes. about that? Yes. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, we've got a big fight on our hands. Honestly, let me tell you something. The Friends of Humanity, the pur- the purifiers, they are empowered. They are yeah. out. They are making their move. Uh, and it's time for us mutants to stamp it the fuck down. Fuck yeah. Because guess what? All of us are queer right now and we all have to fight it together. Because remember, if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. queer. Bye. 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 Bye.